six years ago, I had just graduated college and was broke. I had a negative net worth. I had a bunch of student loans, but I did have one thing going for me. I had a very useful accounting degree that allowed me to get a steady white collar paycheck and slowly make money. After being perplexed on what my company's 401k was, I did what any sane person does and start watching YouTube videos and listen to the advice of random people on the internet. I learned about this thing called dividends, a payment from a corporation to its shareholders. My mind was absolutely blown that I could get paid money for simply holding on to a company and doing absolutely no work. Plus, it gets taxed more efficiently than ordinary income. Immediately, I went through trying to accumulate as many dividend-paying companies as possible. And throughout the past six years, whether it's been through a two weeks to slow the spread of a pandemic or a GameStop saga or SPAC mania or new income ETFs popping out every week, I've learned so much these past six years and I wanna share and highlight some of that on my journey today. We're gonna to take a look at the dividend snowball and we're gonna take a look at some places around the world that I could retire today with my $175,000 portfolio. Now, if I could go back in time, I'd tell my early 20s self to not just focus on dividend companies. There's plenty of great growth companies also out there that could have made my net worth so much higher than it is today. Now, growth companies, they're typically growing at an above average rate compared to other companies, and they're typically gonna reinvest those earnings back into the business rather than paying them out as dividends. For example, when I started investing in January of 2008, I thought companies like Google and Amazon were severely overvalued, and I thought they had no chance of having a higher stock price. Oh boy, was I wrong. Oh my gosh, fast forward six years, and both of these companies are up over 160% since then. That's easily way more than I would have ever have made owning a typical dividend stock for decades. But it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to just be dividend stocks or growth companies. You can do a nice mix of both. And then there's also this strategy that I love, and that's the true secret to wealth, and that's dividend growth investing. It's owning dividend-paying companies that have a low starting yield but are aggressively raising that dividend each year. Take United Health Group, for example. I've owned them since the start of 2019 and have had over a 113% return in just capital appreciation alone. It had a measly 1% dividend yield when I first bought it. However, the company just continues to post stellar earnings results after earnings results. I let those hard workers do their thing at UNH. UNH has an unbelievable 16% five-year CAGR on their dividend. Imagine getting a 16% raise at your job every year. Now, when I first bought these shares, it was just 90 cents a quarter. It has now ballooned into $1.88. Now, the dividend that UNH has been paying has more than doubled in just a short five-year span. So if you take my yield on cost, I now have over a 3% starting yield and a chance at some great capital appreciation. And while some of you may think that's low, imagine how much fatter that dividend is gonna keep on getting with years of compounding and potentially 20% 
tax-free capital appreciation every single year. This stock just keeps exploding and makes me proud as a shareholder. What has also really helped me grow rich over the years is that I had a long-term investing mindset. I didn't have a short-term gambler's mindset. When I buy my companies, when I buy my ETFs, I'm not thinking, is this stock gonna go up tomorrow? In fact, I really could care less if it does go up. What I care about is where will this company be in five years? There's gonna be so much negative news coming out on a daily basis. Fear is what sells, and that's what the media loves. But you need to have the power to fight the urge. Now, I promised you guys a dividend snowball, so let's take a look at that dividend snowball. So you can see here, I made a little pivot table of every dividend I've ever received by year by company. It's an amazing way to see the progression, the growth of just holding great companies and accumulating more shares. The more shares you own, the more money they pay you. Plus, dividend raises, those are the best. So companies like Apple, you can see I've owned them since 2018 and every year I just keep accumulating more shares and I keep getting more money sent my way with Apple. Now, I know it only looks like I've made a small amount in dividends with Apple, but keep in mind, I've made thousands of dollars in capital appreciation. Apple has been one of the best investments I've ever made in my life. So you can see Abby, this is a company that aggressively raises their dividend and also has a pretty high starting yield. So you can see over the years from $4.80 in 2018, they're gonna be paying me over $100 in 2024 in passive income. Great companies like Applied Materials. So much in capital appreciation, getting that dividend on the side is amazing. Business development companies like Arc, Aries Capital, they have a really high starting yield. So I'm just gonna keep accumulating more and more shares, different investing strategies. Now another gem I'll throw out here is that individual stocks are actually super risky and also very time consuming to babysit. I wish if I could go back in time, I would have just bought some dividend complementing ETFs and that would have saved me so much time with individual stocks. With individual stocks, you also have the chance to lose 100% of your investment. And trust me, there is nothing more demoralizing than losing everything. With companies like MPW and Boeing, I felt like a Jeremy from financial education. You think I could have predicted five years ago when MPW was paying a 7% starting dividend yield and reached all-time new highs, the company would be doing some shady stuff causing me to lose almost everything I had put in the company. You think I could have predicted five years ago, Boeing at the time was one of the best dividend-paying companies out there a model of excellence. Would I have ever been able to predict that this company would start caring more about DEI incentives than safety? I'm currently going through a process of consolidating my positions into ETFs and just holding a few single stocks that I feel super confident about. That way I don't mind following the day to day. Again, I'm not gonna go through each company, but we can see like companies like Boeing, I held them, they were a great company, and guess what? They cut their dividend, right? Dividends are never owed to you, a company has no obligation to pay you a dividend despite what their track record is. Companies continuing to pay me BST, income ETF that I owned way back in the day, ahead of its time, then sold out of it. But most of these companies I held on for the long run. Costco paying gigantic special dividends over the years that really skews this little chart. It's gonna be skewed for 2024 when the dividend actually hit. 
Railroad companies like CSX no longer part of my portfolio. And dividend complements like this, guys, this is exactly what I was talking about. ETFs like Degrow, $24.01. But that's just gonna keep growing as long as I hold them over the years. Yeah, thank God I don't own Disney anymore. I got out of this stock at just the right time. Utility companies like Duke, great dividend paying companies, just no longer part of my portfolio. That doesn't mean it's not a great company, just not what my portfolio is looking for at this time. Other great companies throughout the years, guys. Although I love long-term investing, you do always have to make sure that your portfolio is optimized to always be constantly getting exposure to the best stocks, the best industries that are gonna be in demand in the coming years. So J&J, $196, man, do I just buy a healthcare ETF, that way I don't need to worry about all the different patents expiring and research and development that's constantly happening. And then you have all-time greats like Coca-Cola, that's consistently been paying dividends for decades and I can't see that business model going anywhere, Ozempic or not. Lowe's another dividend king. We have companies like MasterCard that are constantly growing their free cash flows, constantly generating more cash. Business development companies like Maine, real estate and fast food jump companies like McDonald's. Look at this progression, guys. $4.91 my first year of owning them. That has ballooned into $63, grand total of $191 so far. Just more and more companies here, guys. Again, not gonna go through all of them, but just so many great companies out there. That's why you have to do the hard work, the research, the time into these companies, or you can just buy ETFs, which after six years of investing, I think that's really the way to go. So just a couple more here, triple Qs guys, thousands of dollars in capital gains. So just because they don't always pay out the biggest of dividends, uh, that doesn't mean that they're a bad investment. I did wanna highlight this QILD dividend. You can see I've owned it for almost four years now and they have paid me a grand total of almost $800 in dividends. And for all of you who complain about NAV erosion, about Q yield and Global X, well, I can say uh, they've made me a lot of money, so thank you, GlobalX. Couple more companies here, guys. Starbucks, $160 all time. SCHD, this number is gonna keep exploding over the years as long as they keep holding great dividend-paying companies that consistently raise their dividend. I'm just gonna keep buying up more and more shares. And it really minimizes, again, that risk of a, a, a single company going wrong, right? Like all these companies that I did buy at one point, Trust me, I sat down, did hours and hours of research. And even then I couldn't predict, you know, lawsuits that would happen, quality issues, bad press, negative news, right? It's just, it's just too hard for me to predict that. All right, guys, we've come to the end and we can see in 2023, I made $2,700 in dividends. The total of all the dividends I've made cumulatively over the past six years we're at almost $8,000 in dividends. The best part though is that 2023, that sets a floor, right? I know next year I'm gonna get at least, at minimum, $2,700 in passive income that I didn't need to work for, but my ceiling, that's gonna keep going up. The more and more shares I own, the more dividend raises I get. I love that. Now, let's break down how much money that I get every hour, every day, every week, every month. So I went from getting just paid an, a penny every single hour to now getting paid 31 cents every hour of every single day for the entire year. That's right, guys. In the, in the short time period that you've been watching this video, I've made a few cents just for existing. The amount that I make every single day is now up to $7.52. That's almost enough to get a coffee at Starbucks or you know, go shopping at Chipotle, uh, maybe get like a vegetarian meal there or something. 
every week now i'm making 52 dollars and 67 cents in dividends that's definitely enough to get a couple call fees and uh definitely a couple bowls at chipotle and every month guys i'm making 228 dollars you can see every single year that number just keeps going up and up and up and this is just after six years so if you needed some dividend growth investing motivation this is it and imagine how much fatter those dividends will get over the years. Now, if you're somebody that focuses just on grabbing the biggest dividend paying companies, these numbers are gonna look even bigger for you. All right, so with that monthly average of $228, I would never have to work another day of my life if I wanted to retire in the countries of Nepal, Venezuela, Sri Lanka, Egypt, and Pakistan. So, uh, you know, I'm sure all those places have beautiful women. I mean, beautiful weather. I'm keeping my eye on number 83 here, the Philippines, which is at $368. And then Thailand up here at 67, $548. That's the median monthly income. So potentially these could be places I want to retire to one day. Cost of living is so much cheaper there. In the U.S., the average monthly salary is $4,719. So guys, long story short, dividend investing, it does work, but it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. I won't grow rich tomorrow, but over the years, accumulation of many nights, what you're seeing today is the hard work that I put in every day for years to get to where I am today. And there's no reason you can't either. Luckily, you don't have to walk this dividend journey alone. There's plenty of people you can talk to in the free Discord below. Get access to my full $175,000 portfolio in the Patreon link below. Get access to all my weekly trades. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name, and I'll catch you on the next one.